Welcome to the What Could Go Right podcast. I am Eric Orton. Last week, we shared the conversation that Emily and I had with York and Jane Young. They are parents of four adult kids. They share their journey through major shifts and pivots in their marriage, money, and lifestyle. If you haven't already listened to that, the first half of the conversation, go back and listen. It's the previous episode, the previous episode, and these guys are honest, they're vulnerable and insightful about what it can look like to transform your lives, um, marriage and family in positive ways with adult kids and with a healthy, healthy dose of adventure thrown in. So this is part two with York and Jane Young. I remember being down here in Costa Rica and we had made friends with some other Americans that were on the flight and um, they insisted on having dinner and he asked that. And the real standout thing that I, that I still have from that is that um, I learned from Camino, I can do anything. Um, That's powerful, York. You can do anything. Yeah, what? you can't do everything. You cannot do everything, but you can do anything. Um, I also learned how hard it is for me, and I think there might be a few other males on the planet to express my feelings. But because of Camino's long, dry, hot hours, I got many retries to answer these questions <laughs> and express myself genuinely instead of in a way that was, you know, being a good person or being a good husband. And that's really what she wanted. Who the hell are you? What's going on in there? Not right answers. Mm -hmm. She wanted she wanted candor, not not canned responses. Yeah, yeah. And I would say um, we. I want to go back to something you said too. We were really tight and really close up until this moment. It was just there was a chance, and I think that that God saw it a chance for us to be even closer. And what that required was for some real breakings open, uh, especially on my part. I think Jane already had a lot of maturity and I think women intrinsically often do have more ability to express how they're feeling um, but in my culture or maybe, um, yeah, I, that, I had not realized the importance of that, the significance of that to know myself and to really be fully fully open, close, genuine, authentic partner to Jane. And so that was a huge epiphany and learning from, from Camino for me. It's just that being able to just say, I am angry, I am sad, I am jealous, I am afraid, and saying those things around really tricky things to my lover um, mm -hmm. when she's not feeling something's right or feeling a misalignment. That's what we often call it. I feel misaligned here. Well, I think the, one of the beauties of what you're describing, York, and Jane, I want to hear your thoughts as well, is that um, you said you, you, were, you were actually fairly close before this experience. And you're saying, but you had the potential to become even closer, more unified. And it reminds me of something my playwriting professor said when I was young. He said, a really good playwright will take you, you you can take your play and it's working and it's working fine and it's working okay and break it apart and rewrite it because you know it can be better. And as soon as you start to disassemble a play, it breaks apart really fast. But just saying, <laughs> hey, I know that this is good, but I know that it can be better. And the only way to make it better is to kind of start breaking things a little bit. 
feeling so validated right now as someone who loves to rewrite <laughs> good stuff. <laughs> oh, that's one of the things that we we. <laughs> That's one of the things that we struggle it. with and how yeah. we work differently. But um, I also love that you said I, things work. So can I speak to this, Eric, though? Because I, I yeah, think, yeah, please do. I think that's exactly what God did with our marriage. Yeah. Just to be and, crystal clear. And going back to this theme, it is one thing to say that. <laughs> oh, let's just break apart a perfectly fine marriage that's working fine. Let's break it apart a little. And it's an entirely other thing to actually go through it. Yeah. And, and to live was, through it. Really and to do helped. it and to do the work that is going to be asked of you to keep it together. So talk to us, Jane, a little bit about your experience on the flip side of York saying things in some cases for the first time or in a, in a, in a new way for the first time. And you're, you're on the other side of that conversation. Can you just share a little bit about what that, what that 500 miles looked like or felt like for you was like for your, from your perspective? So I feel like you're asking two different questions because there's one like what's what's the experience of hearing York share some things and then what was the experience of hearing them on Camino because I did hear some it didn't all happen on Camino. Okay. Yeah, feel free however you want to like, you know, cover that. Yeah, I mean some some things I learned on Camino and I would say fundamentally very helpful simple answer to the question very helpful to hear York be honest and and transparent. And we both learned from that experience that that is really the one of the keys, or if not the key to, to a really thriving, vibrant relationship is just raw honesty, even if that's going to hurt the person a little. Um, I think we both, we both learned that. Mm. But fundamentally, the whole experience was terrifying mm -hmm. and um, absolutely ungrounding and destabilizing. Like going back to this, our house in New Hampshire that was so perfect and how we, exactly how we wanted it. And we thought it was going to be where we lived forever and it was working just fine. And then to have something come and disrupt what I thought was going to work just fine and what I thought was going to last and be that way for the rest of our lives and that would be fine with me. Um, you had to have such a huge disruption to that way of how things were be specifically between me and New York was, was really scary because I didn't know how it was going to end. Yeah. That does take a lot of bravery. And you're right, I think it's one thing to say it but it's quite another to live through it for sure. Well, and, and yeah, when you don't know that there's a happy ending and you're not sure if it's worth the risk. Yeah, I think both of us weren't totally sure how it was going to end. And that was really scary and heartbreaking. Because again, something that was working fine for a long time, we're talking 25 plus years, and then suddenly it's not working and then it's going to work in a different way is takes a lot of work to reassemble it without losing your cur your cool or your nerve yeah you know, one, because the tendency in those moments and i think this is for every couple relationship is you want to bolt yeah you just want to bolt it's so uncomfortable you just want to get into a more comfortable yes 
especially when it was so comfortable before and suddenly it's not comfortable. It's like, I just want comfort. Where's the comfort? Is it outside of this? Yeah. Okay. So here, here's a question I have for you. And, and, and this is the last one that I have, and maybe you have some others, Emily. Um, so this was, you know, over the course of the past decade, whether it's the yoga studio or hiking El Camino um, or, you know, your kids launching out into the world and, you know, you have grandkids. Remind me how many grandkids you have. We have four. Four. Oh, I was at three. Amazing. Four. Yeah. Um, so if you now, you know, the 2023 version of yourselves were to go to go back and talk to the 2013 versions of yourself, um, I'd love to hear from each of you on this. What what advice would you give to the former you or the former, you know, the each of you, what, you know, what would you, York, what would you say to the former you and to the former Jane and, and Jane, you to, to the, you know, anyway. What advice would you give your past self? Is that it? Thank you. Emily is the concise one tonight. Mm -hmm. Sure. I'll jump in. <laughs> Okay, so I'll, something came to York about York, So, and I've never been asked this question of what advice I would give to York. I'm always wanting to give advice to York, and no one ever asked me that. So awesome. He never wanted your advice before? What? Not often. <laughs> but this is safe because it's in 2013, so right. this, this isn't him. Um, so I would say, um, you go, boy. Like, you're just... Trust yourself and um, use your courage and um, go for what you want and everything's going to be okay. So that's what I would tell York. Wow. And what would you, and what would you, that, I, that's beautiful. I think that's what everybody wants to hear. Yeah. And what would you tell yourself, Jane? Myself. That life is going to be so much better than you can even imagine like that you can even imagine and that there are going to be some bumpy times but just hang on and trust the process and get excited get excited wow i love that okay we're gonna hand the talking stick to you york yeah, I think I would probably just say to both of us, keep talking, keep walking. It's going to be okay. It's going to work out. Um, just don't give up. Everything's going to be ridiculously okay. <laughs> Boom. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So, so um, when your book comes out, when, York? That is tricky to answer. It is in the finishing touches of production, if you will, for print and ebook. Nice. I'm, I'm toying with the idea of doing the narration myself. And Love I it. Can't do that on the road here. I have to do that from my high tech sound studio called my closet <laughs> like a true pro that's and how we do it so many people have said i'll read your book if you'll put it on audio that i'm despite my coach's advice 
tempted to wait releasing it in print form until both audio and print are ready. So there's a long-winded answer for I don't know exactly, <laughs> but it's people, but it's coming. People it, are gonna have to wait. Yeah, just a yeah. Well, bit. hey, we'll 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 have a link in the show notes when it whenever it comes out so people can find yeah, it. Yeah, but if and, you want to hear York read it himself. Yeah, and I, I, I was just gonna say we've learned the same thing as authors that. Um, even myself, now that we no longer live in New York City, I consume books much more through listening than reading. And um, in fact, my latest book, it, we've only released it as an audiobook because that's what we heard. So we thought we'd toy around. We're with just the trying idea that out. So I think listening. I think you're you're going down a good path, in my opinion. Not that you're asking for my advice, but yeah. I actually do have one more question. <clears throat> I, I thought, what is that buzzing sound on our on our end? But I think it's I think it's the the nightlife in in Costa Rica. Yeah, <laughs> it could. It be. sounds like cicadas. <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds like cicadas. Okay. And then I actually have another question. I oh, okay. That, so. Well, so we keep just going. never want to stop talking to you guys, so that's obvious. But um, I guess I'm curious about how this transformation has um affected your kids if they've seen something different in you if you feel like you're setting um, an example for them in any way or just like how does it affect those relationships either how they feel towards you or how you're feeling about them I'm in fact before you answer that I want to jump in with an observation because I remember sitting in your home and, and one of your kids or you told us I think that one of your kids said as you were going through the thralls of launching and and um, ramping up soul power yoga that you said you guys make marriage look terrible <laughs> what okay so yeah so let's talk about let's and, so and, so from where you are now yeah how how is this um playing out with the kids the adult kids right well adulting is resisted by the rising generations so but yes headed towards adulting some of them adults and jane you probably have a better feel for this yeah, I wish I could say that we are totally inspiring them to live a very brave, um, exciting life. And um, honestly, what I get more of is you're going to die or you guys are kind of crazy. And why can't you just live a normal life and be here all the time for us? So yes, cooking us Sunday dinners and babysitting our children. <laughs> ah, okay. So that's what I hear, but I do have a secret hope that um, we are modeling a really um, fun, exciting way to live life, especially at this second half of our life, uh, where there is more freedom and more opportunities for us. Mm. So I don't know if that's true, but I, I hope that that's true. Well, we know in parenting that it is a long game and sometimes you wait for a decade or so before you find out. And I think I, yeah, I would um, bet on you guys that that the kids get, to, right now, you know, your kids, these adult kids, just becoming a grown up, just taking on like paying your rent, first getting, jobs, school, first getting a mortgage, trying to raise these little people, handling, you know, uniting your life with another person in marriage is, um, feels like such a huge adventure, just like learning how to drive. And at a certain point, you aren't thinking about all those emotions anymore. And that's when you come and say like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Am I, am I happy with the direction things are going? And they will 
if they come to that point, definitely have a model in you for knowing like we're capable of reinventing this if we want to. Yeah, I think that's very true. Okay, so here, here was my other question. And I want to come back to kind of this, this very recent landmark. You sold your business within the past month, right? Yes. How does that feel? <laughs> and what's and 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 you told me kind of a little I wish bit. We could see your faces right now. I know. I was no, it's okay. So I want to know how it feels, and then and what you're where you're at as you kind of weigh and consider what's next. Because I know you haven't decided on anything, but I'm just curious your process as you figure that out. So so for now, you've sold your business. You signed off on it just a few weeks ago, and then you jumped on planes for coast to, to plane on a plane to Costa Rica. Yeah, I'll speak first and then. No, I think Jane is share. really the person to answer this entirely. But yeah, I'll share. It, I think. Yeah, I, and I would say the reason for that is because it just impacts me more. Yeah, and it was more a so. part of my daily life. And um, I don't. <clears throat> it creates space for you to pursue something new more than I've got my little book dream and my professor dream, and I'm I'm full. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm booked. <laughs> so Jane's the best person for to answer this. All right, so, go for it, Jane. So, yeah, um, the initial experience of having sold the business was not what I expected. I was hoping and expecting that it would be very celebratory, uh, an immediate feeling of like weight and then freedom and like almost digital of, you know, working, carrying the weight of running a business and then it's not mine and then it's totally off and I'm a new person. And that wasn't like an all or nothing thing. Yeah. It was more like marriage. Like it's just a process and you kind of adjust to it eventually. Um, that's been my experience of slowly kind of pulling back emotionally from it. And, um, and then there was some sadness um, of feeling a, a loss of what I was doing and, and something that we created and that I loved was not a part of my life anymore. And now, so that's all been a process of a few weeks. And now I stand at a really exciting threshold of a lot of possibility and um, with a lot of experience under my belt and a lot of experiences that tell me just like your, what York learned on Camino is I'm, I really can do anything. And the, mm. the aperture is very wide of what, what I can do. I just need to decide. Um, so I'm in that space now and I find it very exciting to not know. Oh, I like that. It's exciting. That's an, and it, and, and in coming around this circle again, it sounds a lot like in the first place, when your kids started moving out and that thing that you had been so invested in and probably had that similar kind of transition of, you know, the letting go and the not being as involved or involved in different ways um, with your kids, but then having this increasing bandwidth and at that threshold. And here you are again, and with both of you with a totally different perspective now. And York is saying, hey, I have my thing. And, and Let's see what Jane wants to do. And it's a very different approach at, as you come to this juncture again, yes. as you spiral up. Isn't yeah. that beautiful? She has a it's less, gorgeous. it is. It is. A much less meddlesome husband this time. So it's <laughs> much more free space. <laughs> but it says, again, it's, 
it just took a lot of work to, for I think both of us to mm, get mm. to get to a place where we trust ourselves and each other and the relationship and future and all of that to be able to yeah, trust. Yeah. And what's kind of fun is I'm and I correct me if I'm wrong, Janus. Now that there's I think enough deep, deep trust in our relationship and individual trust in ourselves and our life's missions and each other and our love and maturity to go with it such that we could definitely pursue different things. What we're finding is, I think, that mm -hmm. often what we want to do is something together, but it's from a much more mature, healthy, uh, free will on everyone's part <laughs> <laughs> approach. Um, and I have to get this pesky, you know, day job off my back. But I'm luckily we've been blessed financially and worked hard and saved hard. And if Jane comes up with something that demands that I need to work with her full time, we can I can drop my day job and and support what she wants to do. So that's kind of exciting. And so I am, uh, you know, quietly, curiously <laughs> watching. <laughs> Well, well, the the day job it lets you be hanging out in a yoga studio in Costa Rica at the moment. I know, yeah. poor poor him. I, I'm not gonna. I, I won't shed too many tears. For I know. You. Anytime yeah, yeah. he complains about it, I'm like, no, 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 no. no, no. no, no. <laughs> yeah. Well, but to be fair, I've I've you know, I've I've sat in this horrible weather all day working on UBU stuff today. So again, mm -hmm. the dreams always have this illusion of dreaminess, <laughs> but there is a grind that follows you where you go, you know. And if you're if you. If, if the dreams don't have grind, sweat, and honestly, you know, scare the crap out of you, literally, then then they're too small. Yeah, yes. that actually, yes. Eric loves to say that. And we, we originally, we created a course um, and we called it Dreaming with Discipline, but we learned that everybody wanted to talk about dreaming and nobody wanted to talk about discipline. <laughs> that was like little everyday steps and those, you know, decisions that we make that, um, that aren't sexy, that really bring us that to that place where we have growth and fulfillment. And we can look back and just say like, Oh my gosh, look how far we have come. Can you believe that was just us? We never would have imagined who we are now. For me, this is my main takeaway from our conversation is that each of you in your own individual way came to a place where you said to yourself, I can do anything. Mm -hmm. I can do anything. And the fact that you're at this new juncture, you know, having sold the business and, and new possibilities are in front of you. And you can look back with all this credibility and all this confidence and say, whatever we pick, we know we can make it happen. And like you pointed out, York, you can't do everything, but whatever you do pick, you can do anything. So I just think that's, for me, that's the most beautiful takeaway. And, and I really appreciate you guys jumping on with us tonight from the remote regions of Central America and, uh, you know, chatting with us about life's fun journey. So thank you. Yeah, it's great to be with you and see you. Hey, thanks for joining us for that fun conversation with York and Jane. We sure love them and we sure love you. If you, first of all, if you're, if you're having a good time listening to this, be sure to rate, uh, review, subscribe, share this with somebody that you think would help. We'd love to get the word out and have more people part of this conversation about being parents of adult kids. And secondly, I'll say that if you think a mini retirement might be right for you, go to our website, 
the awesome factory the awesome factory.nyc forward slash strategy session check it out we'd love to hop on a call with you real quick 30 40 minutes and just explore what a mini retirement might look like for you and how you can pull it off so check it out thanks again see you next time